This is the Health, Hope, and Healing Podcast. If you've ever wondered if there was more to life, if you find yourself yearning for connection, more purpose, more fulfillment, you're in the right place. We believe God dreamed more for you when he dreamed the dream of you. So this is an invitation, an invitation for you to take your next step into all Jesus did for you on the cross, all that's available here and now. So come on, let's step in and maybe it's time to step up. All right. Well, welcome everybody. My name is Brady Daniel, and we are uh, we have a special guest that's going to be here for the duration of time. So she's a special guest because of who she is. But you're going to be able to know more about her uh, through the longevity of our podcast. So welcome, Dr. Kara Gutierrez. Thank you so much for having me, Brady. I'm so excited about doing a podcast with you. Yes, this is going to be awesome as we continue to go further in all things health hope and healing as we continue to learn to take our next step. So this is going to be great. I am very excited. So welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. What are we talking about today? Yeah, we're talking about everything Dr. Kyra Gutierrez and talking a little bit about who you are, uh, your backgrounds, uh, your hopes, what it is when an individual comes to work with you, just all the complexities that are involved with that. So in that, I know that there's a lot of questions surrounding chiropractic uh, surrounding acupuncture, especially from a Christian orientation. And eventually, I don't know if we want to start there, but eventually I want us to be able to ask that que- or answer that question. So first of all, to put the ball on the tee, who is Dr. Kyra? Oh, well, that's a great place to start. So um, I am Kyra Gutierrez, and I am a chiropractor in the state of Texas. I've been in chiropractic work for 15 years. I'm also board certified for acupuncture and working on my um, full certification in something called Splunkna, which is a biblically-based mind-body connection work um, for inner healing, which is really exciting. So I started with chiropractic a long time ago, not really knowing much about health from a perspective of wholeness and natural medicine. I really came from a very strong um, Western view of medicine and illness and what you have to do. And it has been an amazing journey that God has taken me on, showing me a different way to be. So when I first started, um, I was teaching high school chemistry. I was a high school chemistry and I had a little girl who's now 20, but at the time she had all these digestive issues. And I had an aunt who kept saying, take her to the chiropractor. You need to take her to the chiropractor. I had been a couple of times for some back pain I had had, but I couldn't imagine why I would take my two-year-old to the motor vehicle accident people. Sure. I mean, why would you do that? Um, and she's persistent. And so I did take um, Victoria in and I started to see a different side of health, how the body has innate intelligence to heal on its own, given the opportunity wow. and how being the interference yeah, could really allow the body to self-heal and starting to talk about uh, nutrition and supplements, how they do make a big difference when all of my pediatricians up to that point had told me it doesn't matter what you feed her, she's fine. She could have lived on Pop-Tarts and they wouldn't have cared as long as the calorie count was okay. So wow. it started journey, yeah, that was really big for us and our family. Um, she was two at that time. It made such an impact on me that I quit my job and applied to chiropractic school that next semester. And because I had a chemistry degree, I had all the credentials already done. And I kind of did that on the sly. I didn't tell many people that I had applied because it sounded kind of crazy. <laughs> I 
such a blessing and such a wonderful place to be. Now, along the road there is where acupuncture came into play for me. And I grew up in a very conservative Southern Baptist background, and I am grateful for it. Wonderful people, but very, um, very much embedded in legalism. And uh, if you don't understand it, it must be bad. That kind of philosophy. Ah, gotcha. Acupuncture was very edgy for our family. Is it witchcraft? Is it, can it be from God? It's so weird to put needles in people like a voodoo doll. What is this? And again, it came to me um, because I wasn't looking for it. I had a staff doctor at the chiropractic school who started talking to me about my two-year-old again. Um, She was probably four by then and talking about doing acupuncture to help clear the rest of her digestive symptoms. And I thought, there is no way you are going to be able to put needles in my toddler. She's not going to tolerate that. There's no way. And um, he had electrodes and he would just tap her knee with the electrode. I thought, yeah, because that's going to make a difference. And again, I was just very uneducated and it started making a huge difference in her. And I remember the first time I had acupuncture done myself, I came with her to an office visit and she was getting her little taps without electrodes on her knees and on her ankles. And I had a terrible headache. I was just pounding and they put one needle right in the middle of my forehead and just let me sit there. And I felt this warmth come over my head. Wow. Headache was gone. I thought, what was this? Because before <laughs> I turned to things like Imitrex and all the migraine medications, sure. it made you feel like something sitting on your chest. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was very, for me, it was very weird in the beginning. And I really did have to, because of my background, do some soul searching on God, is this for me? Is this something that is outside of spiritual boundaries for me? Or is this something that's okay? And what I always come back to, Brady, in almost all things now is the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, everything. And it's very much, I think, God worried about our heart posture more than the modality we're using, because you can very much use medication as if it is the end all be all. It is going to heal you. And Mm. that is healing comes from God. And you same with any of the modalities we use, the chiropractic, the acupuncture, where is your heart in that? I do believe there is a very, um, very big power in aligning your body with where your brain and your spirit and your soul are. And that is where you find true healing and being able to thrive. You know, health is not the absence of disease. That is not health. Wow. This is, you know, you're not, you're not sick, but that doesn't mean you're healthy. Right. And I love the fact that we've come together, both what you offer and what I offer to really bring a more well-rounded approach for people. I think we come alongside Western medicine saying, you know, there are times it is warranted. You need painkiller if you're going to have surgery. You need, you know, sometimes you need medication. Sure. Um, sometimes you need a nap. Sometimes (laughs) you need, you know, sometimes you need a little nutrition tweak and sometimes you need prayer and spiritual freedom and finding what it is that you need in that moment is, um, is really what we're after. Yeah. Yeah. So with the world being what it is today and how anxiety seems like it is ever getting increasingly more and more of what we find, um, talk to us a little bit about the dynamic of, uh, how emotions hold out in the body in a lot of ways and how that could be reflective to what we understand as anxiety. 
Absolutely. So there's a big book right now, almost a almost a movement called The Body Keeps Score. Mm-hmm. And probably heard that um, somewhere sure. in your world. Um, we I've actually know, read it before. It's, it's a great book. It's a great book, but yes. we, it's new information. Everyone asks, like, it's groundbreaking. It's actually, the world has known this for years. In the acupuncture meridians, all of the meridians are named after organs, after what wow. they do, they are. So when we're working in acupuncture on your ankle, on a kidney meridian, I know there's not a kidney in your ankle. There is a kidney meridian in your ankle, again, named after what it does, not where it is. And all of those meridians have associated emotions. Uh-huh. And your body keeps a record of everything that's happened. And organs will store those emotions up until I found really Splunkna. I knew the body kept score. Okay, yeah, I can be on board with that. And sure. I've seen emotional release techniques, but they very much edged on new age mysticism and the occult witchcraft. And I, that was out of spiritual boundaries for me. Absolutely. So it wasn't until I came across um, Sarah Thesian and Splunkna that I really saw that there was a way to do it within spiritual boundaries, within Mm. a godly paradigm and really clear things. And I had a patient just yesterday tell me, you know, she's not been adjusted in months. Um, I've done no body work on her, but I've been doing inner freedom through that mind-body protocol that involves acupressure, a couple of components of EMDR, some EFT tapping. And she said, my body doesn't hurt like it used to. I'm sure, she said, Dr. Kyra, I'm sure I could use adjusted, but I'm nothing like I was because I'm not holding it internally anymore. Wow. So is the body's natural inclination from your perspective and understanding the body's natural inclination is to hold on to emotions until actually given the authority to release them then? I do think that's true. I think there can be spiritual strongholds that pass through families generationally that Mm -hmm. can be more prone to that. You see depression runs in families, anxiety runs in families. And I'm, I know Brady, you know much more about this than I do. Um, as children, we see our parents model things for us. And so Absolutely. we follow modeling, but there's also some generational things that pass down that can absolutely live in the body. I don't think everything lives there. I think you can release things, but anything that had a trauma root to it, um, absolutely, you, you carry that. Absolutely. And one of the interesting things as we talk about the whole mind-body, as a mind goes, the body follows, the dynamic of how these defense mechanisms, as Freud would talk about, and typically Freud is one of those names that people either love to love or love to hate, you know, depending upon what camp you go into. But the dynamic of actually allowing the mind to turn inward to actually validate what's going on that the body is aware of. And really, when we look at our faith, the dynamic of confession really plays that part, the idea of acknowledging and owning so that therefore we can invite God into that. So the opportunity of releasing that to be able to move forward to think differently is a beautiful model. So talk to us a little bit more about Splunk. Now, you've mentioned that a time, a time or time or two. And so tell us a little bit about what that means, this idea of, okay, uh, uh, yes, emotions hold out into the body, but really before finding Splunk, you really didn't know or didn't have a good modality of how do you release that? How do you help walk people through that process of release? Absolutely. So um, let me just describe to you briefly what a spawn the session would look like. Love Maybe that. I'll... Would love that. Yes. So when I have a patient that I don't know come and sit down with me, um, there's a very brief history. I want to just know a little bit about them. Um, nothing real in depth, because the first thing we do is go to prayer. 
and we invite the Holy Spirit in. We submit ourselves, our will, our thoughts, our intentions for that time to wow. God. Wow. And ourselves down and I ask in prayer for God to mark that person where they would like to bring healing today. Mm. I would work with the person asking God questions through a person. A person is not a Ouija board or a crystal okay. ball. So sure. we always go ask God to mark it, ask for wisdom to find it and the courage to let it go when wow. we find it. So after we've broken in prayer, um, that I do something called muscle testing and that is a whole podcast in itself. And we, <laughs> we will get there. Muscle testing is a big deal. Um, it's a good podcast too. Y'all should y'all should be on pins and needles. <laughs> but we muscle test the body for um, do we have emotions that are holding us back? Do we have emotions that we need to add into the body? Do you need some courage? Do you need some peace? Do you need some grounding? What is it your body is needing? Or is there um, what we call in spawning a set and a set is a memory that God will take us back to. We test for um, the age, the situation that it happened, where it is living in the body acupressure wise. And I have the patient literally hold acupressure points that correspond to whatever that emotion is. If the emotion doesn't clear, we walk through a forgiveness process. Wow. If a body won't communicate with us. There's some ways to work around that resistance. Sometimes what the body will tell us is there's a generational work that needs to be done, either a curse or a stronghold that's been passed down. And I've seen things passed down almost seven generations back, wow. which at that point, you don't know who it is and who did it. You right. know, I did, probably not here in America, um, wherever that happened, but being able as far as God will allow us to stand in representation of our family line and break that off of further generations. I actually had a sweet, sweet friend stop me at church and say, you've got to stop working with my mom in Spontan. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. Why? What, what's going on? Why, why would I do that? She's like, because I heard you were doing generational work and I knew something was going on in my world and I couldn't figure out what it was. And it was <laughs> And it was just um, what a beautiful thing to have happen is other people who knew nothing of the work we were doing, being able to feel a difference. Wow. Um, world, it was pretty great. Wow. So no, you're not only impacting the individual, you're impacting the cultures and people that they're interacting with from a family dynamic and even just the way that they do life with, with uh, people in their family and out of their family. So that's, it, that's amazing. It has impressed me and... I, I, I cannot gush enough about the work that I've seen, the freedom that I've been privileged to walk through with people. It is ridiculously good. And I, I mean, I love what I do. I love adjusting. I love body work. I love the acupuncture, all of that. But man, this wantness stuff, that is, that is beautiful. That's amazing. That is amazing. You mentioned the word grounding, and I know that uh, that will be something that we'll kind of circle back around to probably a later podcast as well for individuals. It's kind of like, what does that mean? And I think that there are individuals that will have some understanding, but is that weird? Because I think a lot of the things, Dr. Kara, in this these modalities, they may kind of have the terminology as weird, or are they biblical? Or how does that line up with uh, the faith of who we are as believers. What would you tell those individuals of how you came to from that Southern Baptist background to where you are now um, that are maybe on the, the um, that are on the line? Do I move forward? Do I not? Is this witchcraft? Is this not? What, what, what would we tell those individuals and how you and your story and your testimony uh, got you to where you are today? 
I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, I am the world's biggest skeptic. You would not believe it. If you met me and see what I did and walking off the street, you might not believe it, but I really am very cautious and skeptical about what I believe and what I put endorsement behind. And I find for me that I have to try it out myself. I have to pray over it. I've got to find some peace. So for example, when I started with essential oils, um, I think essential oils can be used well. I think they can be misused, just like we talked before about what are you putting your faith in. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to read, I've got it in my office, an entire chemistry textbook of why oils work for me to believe they actually did much of anything other than make your house smell good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little embarrassing. It's a big organic chemistry textbook. But I saw it work ourselves with my son he had chronic ear infections and i had a friend who said oh just put this on his feet it'll be fine and i thought yeah because oil on his feet is going to make a difference in his ears but she was <laughs> persistent and so i was like yes i will put this oil on his feet no problem and it cleared overnight and i thought whoa what and so starting to actually use things and pray over them you know where do i fall with that Um, Interesting that you would bring up grounding because that's something that I am working through myself. Is that something that I really can be on board with? Is that something that makes sense logically with Mm. my scientific brain, but also am I feeling resistance in my spirit to that? What do I think of this and why? And starting to question just because I don't know about it doesn't mean it isn't true. And a lot of things people believe is, um, conspiracy or just really out there things you know people used to take x-rays of your feet to see if your shoes fit and that was very big back in the day before they found out radiation can cause cancer people used to that smoking was super healthy and you had to have three or four a day for your health you know big ideas in our culture doesn't mean they're true so um, I am on that same path as everyone else looking at things and believing that God will bring me what I need uh, when I need it. And he always has. Wow. Wow. That, that is amazing. So it's not the idea that you've arrived, but that you're constantly on this journey, taking your next step as God continues to give you revelation of what to hold on, what to release and yes. what to continue to grow in then. Yes. Yes. Wow. That, that is amazing. So the individuals that you work with, who is it that you're working with as people are watching this podcast, as people continue to watch this podcast, who are the individuals that you want to speak to that, you know, as God has given you this ability, God continues to move not only in you, but through you, as I used to have a, a no mentor who used to say, um, what, who is it that you would like to, you know, um, invite, or I don't even know the right terminology that we want to utilize, but the individuals that are listening to this, that may need uh, to, to schedule an appointment or to come uh, uh, check out what it is that you're doing from an assessment standpoint. So you're asking me who my like ideal patient would be? There you go. Better way of saying that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought I was supposed to be asking the questions, but you asked, no. you asked it a lot better. So I think that's the, that, that's the way the question should have been asked. No, no, no. I like how you described it because not everyone in our outside of our world would know what an ideal patient even is. Um, I would think of it as someone who I know I can serve well, someone I know I can relate to, someone I know who I can speak into their life. Um, mostly I work with moms because Mm -hmm. moms turn the head of the family and they are acutely aware of kids health. Not to say dads aren't by any means, but moms have their finger on their pulse a little bit more. Well, I don't know. I would even say that 
moms. So busy women who want better for their family, who know that the medical field may not be offering them everything that they need. And again, don't hear me say that I don't love medical doctors. I think they are amazing and I really respect what they do. But I think you want to do everything up until the point that you have to consult for surgery or you have to go on a pharmaceutical forever. What are you doing before you get to that point? Preventative is going to be the savior of us all preventative. Wow. So I, moms, because I am a mom, my oldest is 20, but my youngest is four. And so, um, sorry, that is, um, that is my cue that we need to wrap it okay, up. Okay. We're, we're, we're right on time. We're right at that, that minute mark. So yes. Somebody out the window. Um, so that's really who my heart is for is for families. It's for moms. I do love teenagers. I taught for years and I just love, um, I love teenagers. Um, but really my heart is for, is for fellow moms. Well, fantastic. Well, Dr. Kyra, it has been a pleasure as we kicked off our very first podcast. Uh, please feel free to, to, to join in as we continue to do this more regularly, as you hear from Dr. Kyra and myself, and as we continue to have all our guests join us and talk about everything that is all health, hope, and healing. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. We speak health, hope, and healing over you. For more information, visit our website at integratedcnw.com.